Greetings and salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the Monday edition of the podcast. I am your host, TJ Aqua. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at the TJ Aqua. And follow me on, in, on Instagram for, on this page for Elseworld Citizen at Elseworld Citizen or on Twitter at Elseworld Civ, C-I-V. Thank you once again for your amazing support, and thank you so much for listening. I wouldn't be able to continue doing this if it weren't for you guys out there, so thank you. Today on the show, we're covering two main topics. First, indie comic book Isola, written by Brendan Fletcher and art by Carl Kirschel, and The Return of DC Young Animals. It's a pop-up series by DC Comics, and The Hollywood Reporter had an exclusive interview with Gerard Way, the creator of Young Animals. So let's get right into it. Let's roll that theme music. today. First up is going to be our comic book uh, spotlight because I really want to get into it because I love the comic book I'm bringing to you guys today. It is Isola. It is an independent comic that you can find both on Kindle, uh, Comixology, as well as any local comic book shop. They should have it. It's been out for quite a uh, quite some time now. It is officially a volume uh, it's issues numbers one through five, and it's currently on a really nice sale. It's about 30 to 40% off. It's currently $6 on Kindle. So if you're interested in picking this up and flying through it, please do. It's about 140 pages, but it's a nice, solid read. It's a real fun adventure. And let's, uh, let's read the synopsis before I go into my, all of my thoughts. An evil spell has been cast on the Queen of Mar and her captain of the guard, will do anything to reverse it. Their only hope lies on an island half a world away, a place called Isola, Land of the Dead. And I just want to tell you all that this is an amazing comic book. Incredible artwork done by Carl Kirschner, who has almost 18 years of experience. I think it's maybe a little more than that, 18, uh, more than 18 years of experience doing art for Marvel Comics. Brendan uh, has experience uh, with DC Comics for many years as well. Uh, it's a really nice coming together from both sides, really. The art is likened a lot to Studio Ghibli work, and I would highly agree with that. The colors and the designs are, are soft yet vibrant, really keeps your eye at ease. You never feel like you have to look away or take a break from it. It's very open, very welcoming, and just captures your attention every single page. The character designs as well are absolutely fantastic. I love them. Uh, Rook, who is the captain of the guard, she is kind of our perspective. Um, we get both perspectives, both from uh, Olin, who is the queen who was turned into the tiger, cur or cursed uh, and transformed into a tiger, and... Rook has a lot of a lot of complexity to her. I would almost describe Olin and Rook's relationship almost like Finn and Rey's from The Force Awakens. Finn um, and Rook have a lot in common where they they're 
their loyalty is kind of put into question. They have this attachment to uh, their other partner, so to speak, and they're trying to escape. They're trying to survive, and she, and she feels, Rook feels like she has to protect her queen, Odin, at any cost, even if it's from help from people who might have the best interests at heart. Um, and and there's so much character development just from the way the characters are drawn, their expressions. There's so much emotion, so much feeling that you get out of the characters. Even Olin, as a tiger, you get so much expression out of the eyes. Um, and just just really, you can really feel, even when Olin's a tiger, you can feel the relationship. You can feel that there is a connection between them that's more than just queen and and captain there's uh there's a lot more there than just that um and you can feel that the stakes are high for them there's a lot of mystery in this volume don't get me wrong i mean it's only again it's only five issues but it's about 140 pages and even through the 140 pages we get just a glimmer of the rules of this world how a soul uh works and how magic works in this world um the villain is still shady. Um, there really hasn't been an antagonist just yet. It almost feels like magic in itself. There's some sort of fate at hand, or people are trying to struggle against fate. But the world is absolutely beautiful. The art is amazing. Uh, I know you guys hear me say that about everything, but please believe me when I, when I say it this time. This is a comic book you should be picking up right away it has it is a great combination of like the lord of the rings lore with the magic from uh you know some of those old disney films like um uh cauldron of fire is it cauldron um cauldron of fire i'm forgetting the name of it but anyway now um oh the black cauldron i'm sorry black cauldron the black cauldron it's got this really nice dark magic to it there's a lot of dark magic in it um but there's also a real beauty to the topic of transformation and the topic of our true selves as we are when we are a part of nature even though we might be imperfect there seems to be a beauty and a discussion about, you know, what is the true right path? Is it right for Olin to return to human? Or is she more true to herself and true to Rook when she's a tiger? There's a real question there that hasn't been answered yet. And I hope they explore it more in the next volume. Um, and I don't want to go too far, too much farther on that. I think I think that's enough um, because I think you guys really need to explore this and experience Isola for yourself. The, and the variant covers, my God, if you can get your hands on the variant covers or the, the volume collection, uh, like a physical copy, the variant covers are beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. And Carl Kroeschel, um did some of the variants as well. And then uh, Maxis, I believe is her name, her artist name, uh, did a few of the other ones as well, but absolutely stunning, great character uh, covers as well. They do speak to, I think, the characters themselves also. Now, with that being said, let's move on to um, a little bit of news. 
recently, The Hollywood Reporter had an article, and if you're hearing the noise, that's me opening my book because I need to read my notes for this one. So The Hollywood Reporter back on April 10th had an interview with uh, Gerard Way, uh, who uh, is best known. You would know him if you uh, are familiar with comics. You'd know him from Umbrella Academy, not the show, but the original comics. Gerard is the original creator of DC Young Animals. It's basically a pop-up for several different series of younger comics, but they're not YA. I wouldn't call them YA. Well, they're not YA. They're, they're like a little bit, they're a step above YA or young adult. Um, I think, um, but they're not considered part of the regular DC stream. Um, and Young Animals includes uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol has been one that is uh, ongoing and is coming back again. And they have a few coming up that I wanted to touch on. Now, there's there's more to the interview and more to the to the article than what I'm going to talk to you about right now um, because I, I, I encourage you to go read it um, because there's really great um, insightful information from the article, and I don't want to be reading things verbatim. Um, that's just stealing. Um, but I wanted to talk about the two new comics that came out of this article. And the first one is Far Sector, uh, which is going to be by N.K. Jemsen and Jamal Campbell. And this one's about a female lantern who deals with a murder on a planet that never um, never had murders happen before on its planet. Like there wasn't there isn't a legal system in place to how to handle a murder. And as a Green Lantern, she is basically the final authority figure on the planet. So it's up to her to be making this decision. Um, that's a really unique concept. It's very different from, I think, uh, anything we've seen from Green Lantern so far. And I'm just really curious to it. The character design's really great, too. Almost anime-inspired. Um, really, when you look at the cover, and I'll, I'll make sure to put a link in when I can, um... Uh, when you see it on my Instagram story, the the character design for this Green Lantern is very unique, uh, very much, I think, anime inspired, especially the uh, glasses or mask that she has. Um, we It looks like we have a new ring design as well. The Green Lantern ring looks very different in this cover. Um, so I'm curious to see why that is or if there's any character reason for it. Um, also, the other one that's coming out through DC Young Animals is going to be Collapser. And this is by Mikey Way, who is the brother of Gerard Way, the older brother, and Sean Simon and Ilias Kiriazis. Pardon me, I probably butchered that last name. Um, but this story is focused on the antagonist who happens to be a black hole and approach it, and it's a, an approach to anxiety as a character of its own. So basically, the when they, uh, according to the article, when Mikey Way and Gerard were working on this character, he discusses the fact that they initially wanted to focus on some of the heroes in the story, but they realized that the true focus needs to be on the villain, on Collapser, and the fact that his ability, he 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 literally is like a black hole. He has the ability to just suck things in and just obliterate them. Um, and they talked about how they're they're trying to approach the topic of anxiety and how anxiety can be a character on its all of its own. Um, and I'm I'm very curious to see how they approach that. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I struggle with anxiety a lot as well, not just through work, but um, 
I was diagnosed with a bit of anxiety when I was in college. Um, and it was just, it took some time to realize the fact that I had to approach life a different way due to my anxiety and due to the fact that I it, it makes me freeze up. Um, so I'm curious to see how, from a comic book's perspective, um, how anxiety is portrayed in a visual narrative. That's about it that I have for this show, guys. Um, I know we're going to be probably about at the 15-minute mark, but I just wanted to say, guys, before I leave you, um, I'm finally in a good spot when it comes to recording this podcast, and I'm so happy to be able to deliver this to you guys. So thank you so much for your patience and your support. Um, I, I'm finally being able to deliver this show in the manner that I want to, and I'm slowly improving on uh, my breathing and how I talk on the show to make sure that it's not just me rambling, but it's me presenting information in a entertaining and meaningful way. Uh, so I hope you got that from, from this episode. So thank you again, guys. Keep an Elseworlds state of mind, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. <laughs>